Hello everyone, welcome back to another session of Self-Reflection Sundays with your host Namdi and Ashley. Yes, that is what they call me. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. Hi. I hope you all enjoy. Stay tuned. Today we're going to get Do right. the usual. We're going to self-reflect. We're going to ask some questions. That's and right. And you're going to get some answers. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> okay, moving right along. What's the first question on the list today? Okay, so the first one. To be when you went to college? I always wanted to be an engineer after my dad. My dad is a civil engineer, worked several years, uh, and uh, still, and, you know, doing construction and building roads and bridges. And I fancied that, and I thought that was, I thought that was going to be like my. That's what you. Isn't it like every kid, like, um, you always look at your dad as like, oh my god, that's amazing, whatever you do. You kind of like admire your dad and want to do whatever your dad does yes is that normal so like so that's why you wanted to be an engineer and then you went to college and you first studied what when you first went to idaho well yeah i went to idaho state university and i started out taking undergrad classes for with, with an engineering major and yeah that didn't last very long that only lasted for the first year and then I switched majors. Awesome. What about you? What did you want to be growing well, up? Well, see, the thing is, um, since I was a little kid, like, I, I think since I started school, I wanted to teach. And it was weird because it was like every year, like every grade that I would get, I used to be like, wow, if I were the teacher, I would have done this. And, like, that's just how I how my mind would work throughout elementary school and middle school I would always be like well when I grow up and I'm a teacher this is the method that I'm going to use or I'm going to teach this and I used to even play with my toys I used to play school school all the time and act like I was a teacher and I would try to teach my toys and all that um so I wanted to be a teacher and then high school hit and I just wanted to be a model but um and then, but when I first went to college, the thing is my dad just expected me to become a doctor. So, um... That's not what you wanted to do. It was not necessary. I mean, at a certain age, just I gave in and I was just like, yeah, I want to become a doctor too. Because I think it was just because I wanted to make my dad happy. So I wanted to do whatever my dad wanted me to do and that was become a physician. So I went to college and I majored in biology and I did everything that my dad wanted me to. So when he made me take the MCATs, I took the MCATs, I did all that. Um, but then in the end of college, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, with myself. I was, I got into other things. I got into entrepreneurship and whatnot and I just, I didn't know what I was doing with myself and suddenly at the end I was just like why don't I just become a nurse but then that didn't even work out and I ended up graduating and going hmm what's I need to pick a program for grad school because I don't know what else I'm doing with myself but that's pretty much 
it. I started out going to college thinking, you know what, I'm doing this for dad, I'm gonna become a doctor. And then I did it. Well, that's great. That's a different arc. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, what was your first job after college? And why did you make that choice? Right after college, I... Well, I went to school as a nurse, so I immediately got a job as a nurse. That yeah. was... <laughs> Obvious. What you, I think you're... Um, before you actually got your nursing degree, I think that um, job history is a bit more interesting. Well, if you're wondering what I... What, what I did work, working my way up. I did several menial jobs. I, my first job was a dishwasher at Chotwell's Diners at Idaho State University. I was getting paid, I believe it was like $7 an hour. At, I washed dishes at a restaurant. It was the most grueling job. You, you stood on your feet and you washed dishes and the dishes never ended. I mean, it was just never ended. It was so hot. It was hot. You didn't get to eat the food. You smelled the food, but you just washed the dishes. I, I did that job for like uh, for a month, and I was done. I quit. Uh-huh. Then I went to a library. I worked at a library uh, at the audiovisual department for distance learning learning classes, and that was more um, more my pace because it allowed me to study. And I was in several, I was taking several classes, so it allowed me to do homework and things like that while I was working as well. Awesome. Well, my first job after college. Um, hmm. My first job after. See, the thing is, is that my work history is just—it's weird because I never actually had. I never had a job before in my entire life, and then before college, the year before, I actually opened up a franchise, a Quiznos franchise. So I owned that, and I was working it at the same time. So that was my first job, but I was also the owner, so it was like I bought myself a job for two years. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. (laughs) And then after that, I had no job Um, throughout grad school. Um, nothing. I just studied and was at home. And then after grad school, about six months afterwards, um, I got an internship with Prime Health, Prime Healthcare, um, at one of their hospitals. And I worked in medical records. And it was un- an unpaid internship that I did for a short while until finally I got a corporate job and I got to work in Ontario. What was the number one takeout from? Owning a franchise, a Quiznos franchise. What was lesson learned from that uh, experience? Hmm. Actually, so many different lessons. I mean, just so many different categories of lessons that I learned from that entire experience. Um, I know now what's involved in starting a restaurant, what's involved in starting a business. I know a little bit of bookkeeping. Um... I know a little bit about, I have some experience hiring employees and managing employees. My, my, I'm curious to know if, if there was, if someone was considering owning a Quiznos franchise, what would be the number one thing that you would tell them 
that will influence that decision to or not to I would say before you do anything or even just check out any franchise not even just Quiznos but you really need to look you need to actually talk to other franchise owners um, have real conversations with them um, because you need to know exactly what you could be the type of um, cash flow you could actually be generating and you need to know um, you need to know what your royalty fees are and your advertising fees everything that you have to pay to the actual to um, corporate you have to know how much of your paycheck how much of the profit that you're making from your business is gonna go to them because odds are it could be really high and mostly most of what you're making with this company with this um, business might just be going to them and you might not see any of it or a very small portion when you talk about corporate and them who do you who are you referring to I'm talking about corp- corporate headquarters see you are the franchisee you're the franchisor so the corporation and you own the franchise so you're saying that based on your experience it was more like a job and not a business it, w- it really was more of a job I mean I felt more of just like a manager and I was handling their money I was using their business system I was using their business strategies and their marketing and everything was in compliance with what corporate wanted okay and then for myself I you um, you don't really have much freedom to do anything um, in your own business okay so you're almost I mean some people would not even call um, owning a franchise entrepreneurship because you really have no freedom to do anything you don't have that um, you can't get creative you can't go out of the box you can't do anything crazy to um, bring in customers or anything anything that you do has to be approved by corporate usually there are rules to owning a franchise and you have to abide by them you don't not want to breach those contracts um, and of course you're paying for it you're paying for that brand on um, a monthly basis and a lot of your profit goes to paying for that brand and now it's necessarily a bad idea to own a franchise especially if you are a new business owner and you just don't have no clue how to start so it's fine because you do learn so much by doing this you learn exactly how to start a business from the ground up because they guide you every step of the way there's always someone working with you every step even from um, day one when you're looking for your location or you're um, you're you're just building your um, the build the building is being built or you're dealing with contractors or you're setting up your store you're hiring employees um, you're learning the different ways to make the food or whatever type of franchise it is you're they show you how to do everything you're technically the one setting everything up but they give it all to you so they say okay you're gonna call this supplier and this is gonna be your first order and they'll teach you all everything that you have to have for that particular business. So it does really help if you have no clue what you're doing. Um, it's a great experience, but it should. I don't think that that should be like the goal. That shouldn't be something that you want to do for the rest of your life. I think that's something that you could do um, just to learn how to open up a business and learn how to create, how to have a system like that. But you need to eventually let that go. 
And if you want to be a true entrepreneur, you, you should start on your own at some point. Wow, that's amazing insight. Thanks for that. A lot of people out there, I would imagine, have considered at one point or the other owning a franchise. Now you have, uh, you know, it's good that they get to learn from you, from your experience. So, moving right along. Um, let's. Next question is. How did you get into your current field? So go ahead and tell us your story. How did you get into nursing when you wanted to be an engineer? What happened there? Uh, it's more cliche than anything. I, would, uh, I wish I had, we had a different list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell us a short version. Well, I, my mom was a nurse. After the engineering route didn't work out, I decided to become a nurse, and here I am. <laughs> that was very short. Yeah, that's all it is. All there is to it. That's all there is to it. Awesome. Well, how I got into um, health care administration is because, well, I told you guys in the very beginning, um, I was meant to be a doctor, right, a physician, um, because that's what father wanted. Um, but at the, towards the end of my undergrad career, I just realized that it's definitely not going to happen. I mean, I had decent MCAT scores, my um, GPA, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, I don't, I didn't have a 4.0. Okay, usually medical school is very competitive. So there's that um, counting against me. I mean, I can always go to a school in the Caribbean, whatever, and my dad would definitely, that would be the one thing that my dad's okay with. <laughs> going to school in Pakistan or going to school in like the Caribbean or something like that, I'm pretty sure that would be something, or actually, he would probably be like, you can take a me with you. So, so uh, as far as your, when you went into a healthcare administration, which is what your current, what you're doing, yeah, what influenced that decision? So, so there's that. Um, so, anyways, I was not going to be a physician. I realized that, and at the time, I was already, I already had a business. I was kind of an entrepreneur. Uh, I had a franchise. So. And then as I was finishing up my the end of um, undergrad, I was just really stressed out trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do. And then I, I eventually was like, you know what? I mean, I studied biology. I came this far. Why don't I just, let's just pick anything in health. Why not be a nurse? They make good money. So I was just like, that's fine. How about you get into nursing? And then I thought like, you know what? Instead of getting like a BSN, why don't I look for like an MSN um, program that um, has both MSN and um, BSN degree, like a degree program. So I went and I was like, great, I want to go there. It was West Coast University. So I talked to the recruiting people. I applied to the school. I got in. I was like, yay, finally, like right before graduation. I was like, I know exactly what I'm doing after I graduate. That's great. I have all that set. So then when it came down to money and how I'm going to pay for this program, that's where I was stuck. Okay, it was going to be so expensive because this is a private school, mind you. Plus, it's a double degree program. I'm getting a bachelor's, a second bachelor's, and a master's. So it was going to be around $150,000 total. And 
I was not going to be able to um, cover the entire thing with federal loans. So I had to get private loans on top of federal loans. And um, I couldn't get um, a private loan um, on my own. I had to have a cosigner. And I really could not find a cosigner. And then I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I was like, well, you know what? Maybe this whole nursing thing isn't going to work out. But if it's not, then I need to figure out exactly what I'm going to do. Which, you know, program, um, what am I going to do my master's in? So I was just like, well, I already got accepted to the school. Maybe I can switch programs. I looked through all their master's degree programs. And I was just like, what should, um, you know, what suits me? And then I just thought, okay, health administration that's kind of business oriented and it's sort of generic in a way it's like getting an MBA I feel like when people get an MBA it's because like they kind of just need to go to grad school and they want to do well in their careers but they just don't know what else they're gonna do I was like this is like the um, the healthcare version of that so I was like well when you're in healthcare you know you want to be in healthcare but you have no idea what you're gonna do get an MHA so I got my MHA and I went straight into that and then after that it just kind of like led me up into this point where I hated the working for it at a corporate job um, so much and I really just, I started thinking about teaching a lot. I started tutoring kids after I did corp, my corporate job and I decided that I want to get my doctorate. I started tutoring a lot and I really, really enjoyed tutoring and then Everyone was telling me, well, why aren't you teaching? Isn't that what you want to do? And I thought, yeah, obviously. When I'm an old person, I definitely want to go teach at a university. But I thought I was going to do that. Um, like, later on when I've already had all this experience. Um, experience working in the field. And I had stories to tell and events. And, like, things that I can just brag about. And, like, school all these children on knowledge. And then, um, but... Anyway, um, I had this one friend who like really pushed me. And was like, "You kid, that's ridiculous! Like, you have you're doing nothing now, and that's what you're good at. That's where you really want to end up. Why are you not going for that now? Try to be a professor now. What else are you doing? And I was like, I mean, I guess I could try. So then I started contacting professors, like my old professors from grad school, and I told them my situation and that I wanted to maybe have like them as a mentor or maybe they could help me get a job as like a TA so I can start. And that's when Paul Chris was like, you qualify, like you're eligible. You can actually teach like a full-on class. And I was like, well, I know I can't, like you're crazy. And, but anyway, yeah, I guess I was actually qualified to teach an actual class. And he hooked me up pretty much. And now here I am. I've been a professor for three years. That's awesome. What's next? <laughs> You're like, wrap it up! <laughs> that, was a, that was a long one. <laughs> okay. I had things to say, America. <laughs> Actually, world. Um, so, what would you do if you weren't doing your current job? Yes, we're doing I'm job. Thinking, we're doing job questions. <laughs> job questions. Keep going. What would you do if you weren't doing this job? Well, I've considered a few things, which include um, volunteering, going on volunteer missions. I have also considered uh, acting. I took acting classes as well. Oh, I've 
considered. Um, that's so cute. All kinds of I. I think that if I wasn't doing what I'm, if I wasn't a nurse, I'd taste different things. Just you know, just with the freedom, I would be uh, find myself doing anything that's got that involves service and expressing myself. That's where I find or creating, create yeah, that, that allows me to be more creative. What about you? I'd be like, Dad, get me a job at EMPM. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, my dad would never let me work because um, I'm a girl. But I would, if I wasn't teaching at a university, I would probably be trying to, I don't know, become a model because I look amazing. And, no, what, why are you? <laughs> why? You hesitated and then you went, huh. Yeah, that 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 spoke so much. <laughs> you said so much with that. Um. Anyway. Um. Let's see. Well, I would probably be using my degree for something else. So maybe still having a corporate job, I guess. Cool. What's up? What's that? Can you share a situation that has occurred in your life that you feel provides insight to your character? Something that's influenced my character over the years? Something that has influenced your character. What has influenced your character? Well, I have um, just going in on meeting people and having different relationships and friends and uh, acquaintances and co-workers. One thing that I've understood is that most of us are all struggling for the same kind of things. We all want to be happy. We want to be loved. And um, we want to be recognized or we want to be heard so when I'm when I meet people or when I am in a relationship with anybody I do whatever I can to make sure that they're heard or that I am paying attention to their needs or if I can meet their needs then I try to like I, I it's very important to me or I find happiness when I'm when people around me are happy That's so sweet. What about you? What's influenced your character over the years? Um, so nice of you to ask. Um, I think what has influenced my character, gosh, everything, all the people around me, all of the, in my entire environment, the way I was raised and the responsibilities that I have had to take on over the years, especially I think that's probably um, a huge thing that has influenced my character. A lot of the, actually, that's a huge chunk of it. The last 12 years, I think the responsibilities that I have 
taken on in the last 12 years have seriously influenced my character. I don't think that I would be... I mean, I probably would because I do feel like I... Still, I feel like I act as I am and that's all part of my nature. But at the same time... Um, I mean, having so much responsibility definitely changes you. Especially at such a young age. So... That's probably a huge factor and like the way that I am. I think that's, that's why I, I have this nurturing nature, but I think that's also why I act stupid and immature at times, I'm like a child. Stupid and immature? I don't think you do. Oh, stop. What are you talking oh, about? So nice, but uh, yeah, I know. I, I mean, I know that you think that I act childish half the time. So. <laughs> okay. Well, just to uh, give you guys context, we've had a really great... Uh, very uh, interesting day. If you have noticed with the noise in the background, we're driving back from... Not in the studio! We're in the car. We're driving back from a day spent out and about and taking care of things and hanging out. We went out to eat. So I thought it would be a good idea session while we're driving home. I hope that you have enjoyed the another episode of Self-Reflection Sundays. We, we bring it back to you every Sundays where we share ourselves or share our stories and we'll continue to keep doing that. You want to add anything else? See you next time on Self-Reflection Sundays with Nandi and Ash in the morning. See you next time, guys. Bye.